Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa. We talk travel all the time this hour. Uh, if you're a regular listener, welcome back. If you're a first-time listener, you're listening to America's most popular travel radio show, and we invite you to join the conversation. Uh, you'll hear the phone number and the email address, Rudy at RudyMaxa.com, given out all through this hour. Every weekend, we took a look, took a look, take a look at travel in all from all different angles. A little news, a little fun, a few surprises. Um, this hour, we're going to talk with Patrick Pilot Smith. He weighs in on his thoughts on that Singapore Airlines A380. That was forced to land when an engine went boom. Our tech guy, Jason Harris, has a holiday shopping gifts of a gift gift list of uh, electronic items you'll want to know about. And are there still big game hunters in the world? Well, we're going to talk with one. And maybe you've caught that wacky new Showtime television series called Next Stop for Charlie. Well, we'll visit with the creator, producer, and star of the show, Neil Mant, to talk about how this wacky, and it is wacky show, I've, I've watched a couple episodes, got on the air. But first, as we always do at the top of the hour, let's check in with the news. It was the start of a long holiday weekend in Spain on Friday afternoon, but a walkout by Spanish air controllers has plunged that country into chaos, at least for travelers hoping to get in and out of Spain by air. The government this morning, which is to say Saturday morning, as I come to you live, you may be listening to a a uh, time-shifted version of the show, but as of Saturday morning, the Spanish government had declared a state of alarm and threatened uh, recalcitrant air controllers with jail time if they didn't return to work. Uh, Iberia, Air France, and Ryanair all canceled flights to and from Spain at least until Sunday morning, despite the fact that the government sent military air controllers uh, to the airports. Thousands of passengers spent the night in airports from Madrid to the popular vacation spot of the Canary Islands, and the country's deputy prime minister says the air controllers who are protesting a list of work issues are holding the citizens of Spain hostage. Now, reports are beginning to trickle in, even now as we're on the air on Saturday morning, that uh, the Madrid airport may be running at maybe 30% capacity by late afternoon, which is just about now Spanish time. That's from a tweet. I don't know how reliable it is. You can check with Iberia.com and see what the latest situation is. Um, about two hours ago, Russian news agencies said a passenger jet with 155 people on board skidded off the runway at Moscow Airport after its engine failed, killing one person and injuring eight. Engine failure? Emergency landing? That sounds familiar. By the way, uh, last night, Friday night, a, a Delta jet skidded off the runway because of snow in Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. No one was injured at all. It was a minor incident. Um, but engine failure and emergency landing sounds very much like the case of that Singapore Airlines Airbus 380 that had to make an emergency landing last month after an engine malfunctioned. Now, more details about that uh, uh, that event were made public this week, and it appears that it might have been a more serious uh, situation than we were led to believe at the time, at least as far as the public knew. Uh, and in fact, it was the skill of the pilots, apparently, that allowed that plane to return safely to Singapore. Um, I wanted to ask our, our dear friend Patrick Smith, who's a friend of the show, to join us. He's a commercial pilot who flies big planes, and he, he uh, is an expert on aviation issues. He writes the Ask the Pilot column for Salon, S-A-L-O-N, Salon.com, and also writes as well on his own blog at AskThePilot.com. Uh, Patrick, am I exaggerating the danger of this incident involving the A380? Was it, in fact, greater than first news reports indicated? Yeah, it absolutely was. Um, at first, it didn't seem that serious, and, and an engine failure by itself really isn't that serious. Um, 
But come to find out, the crew was dealing with uh, compounding, cascading failures that were caused by uh, the fragmentation of, of this engine that, that pierced all sorts of important equipment. And um, I wouldn't call it quite the near disaster um, that some press reports are making it out to be, but it was extremely serious. And save for the skill of the uh, five uh, pilots who were in the cockpit at the time, and save for a little luck, um, this very easily could have been, um, you know, the first uh, case of uh, a fatality on, on a Qantas airplane uh, since the 1950s. And obviously uh, a huge blow to Airbus's A380 program. I mean, this is a very new jet, much trumpeted and much uh, and, and very expensive to have engineered and built. Well, you know, every new airplane model goes through certain teething problems. Um, you might remember, uh, well, some people will remember the 747 back in uh, 1970 when it first debuted, um, had engine problems of its own uh, to the point where it nearly bankrupted Boeing. Um, yeah, the airlines however, grounded. This, the airlines this particular incident um, was, was a lot more serious than uh, I think anything Airbus, Qantas, or, or Rolls-Royce, the manufacturer of the engine, is comfortable with. Now, you've had engine failures, and we've talked about them in this show before, and a plane can fly with a, in, one engine or two, if it's got four, uh, just fine. How did you feel as a commercial pilot reading these more detailed reports coming out of what happened on the Singapore Airlines A380? Excuse well, me, it was Singapore. The, uh, it, it was, the it was Qantas. So, sorry, Patrick, am I saying Singapore it was a Qantas jet, right? Oh, uh, that's correct, Qantas. Qantas. I'm sorry, it's, I said uh, Singapore Airlines several times. Singapore. It's a Qantas I think that's jet. Confusion. Yeah, okay. It's a Qantas jet. I'm sorry. It, was, it went back to Singapore. Right. So how did you feel as a commercial pilot? Was there sort of a little pit in, the, in your stomach there? Um, a little bit, and it wasn't the engine failure per se. It was all of this ancillary weirdness that, that went along with it, these uh, massive fuel leaks and hydraulic failures. And, uh, you know, remarkably, something was severed um, in the internal architecture of the plane to the point where they couldn't shut off the adjacent engine next to the one that had the uncontained failure. I read that the engine was running for almost two hours after the plane got on the ground because the, all of the usual methods of, of shutting off the engine would not work. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And that's not supposed to happen, right? obviously. Obviously not. And there yeah. were, I think, 60-some-odd uh, uh, separate malfunctions and failures that were triggered, triggered yeah. by this uh, uncontained failure. You did a you did a blog item uh, suggesting people even you know it's it's an old saw but you you fervently believe it as a pilot that people you know, if they're walking in a plane should be very careful and be able to brace themselves or crouch down low if unexpected turbulence hits because of weather or an engine problem uh, or and keep that seatbelt on right yeah I was writing about um, flying through uh, towering cumulus clouds uh, in in the nighttime over uh, certain tropical regions and how. Those clouds can be very bumpy inside, and you don't always see them. They can be invisible to crews and invisible to radar. Um, the moral being, you know, be sure to keep your seatbelt fastened, even when the sign is off and even when you don't think you should. I mean, airlines will have this as a general policy, but it often goes ignored, and people will uh, will sit without their belts on and, and risk injury. And if you're up moving around and it becomes extremely bumpy, um, you might want to crouch down, um, maybe kneel, lower your center of gravity, um, you know, otherwise try to brace yourself. You know, always be prepared for the worst. I mean, it's, it's extraordinarily unlikely that turbulence is going to damage the airplane. But if you're up moving around and then things get bumpy or you're not belted in, um, it's, uh, it's possible to be injured. Good point. Hey, Patrick, thanks for joining us. Anytime, Rudy. Thank you.
You can read Patrick Smith at askthepilot.com. I mentioned in the last news hour, it's worth mentioning again, that Elaine Kaufman of the restaurant Elaine's, a big celebrity hangout on 2nd Avenue, died. You may remember this clip uh, that mentions her restaurant from Billy Joel's hit Big Shot. People that you knew at Elaine's. There are a lot of people who know at Elaine's. Stick around. I'll be right back. We're going to talk with Jason Harris about what kind of new electronic gizmos are trying to lure you into the stores this holiday shopping season. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Tired of replacing expensive inkjet printer cartridges? Maybe it's time you replace the printer you put them in instead. Switch to a Kodak printer and stop overpaying for ink. With other inkjet printers, the way to save money on ink is to print less. But Kodak printers only use fairly priced ink. Get a new Kodak printer today at Walmart and join the thousands who've stopped overpaying for ink. Find out how much you overpay for ink at printandprosper.com. The Center for Disease Control recently reported that one in six people in the U.S. between the ages of 14 and 49 suffer from genital herpes. That's more than 37 million people. Merrick's Pharmaceutical Corporation just introduced the first over-the-counter treatment for genital herpes. It's called Fast Results Genital Herpes Treatment. Fast Results quickly and effectively treats the painful symptoms caused by the genital herpes virus. It provides effective, affordable treatment to people who want a fast-acting, soothing, topical treatment. Fast Results works quickly to relieve pain, burning, and itching. You can buy fast results now at CVS and Rite Aid. An important message from Medicare and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Got two miles to go, John. Why are you smiling? Oh, you'll like this. I just changed my Medicare. Open enrollment? Yep. I compared plans and found coverage that's better for me. Did you see the new benefits we get from the new health care law? What? Like, well, 50% off brand name prescriptions for anyone in the donut hole. Really? Come on, John. You got to keep up. Open enrollment is November 15th to December 31st. Visit Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. 18 minutes after the hour, first weekend of December, you probably already thought about Christmas shopping, having gone through Black Friday and Black Monday, and I guess Black Saturday and Black Sunday. My goodness, it's a nonstop sale now that we have the 
internet and so many new electronics, so much, so much new electronic stuff. Um, from time to time, we ask our, uh, uh, our, our, our buddy, our, our tech uh, advisor, Jason Harris, to join us. Um, his blog is called uh, the T- a Tech Craver, C-R-A-V-E-R, techcraver.com. Now, Jason, I know you got a list of six or seven, so I'm going to be sort of quiet and let you get through these uh, because we, as always do, have limited time. What's, what's on your uh, shopping list for this season? Well, I've got some uh, some must-haves that I think travelers should be paying attention to. Um, a lot of them, the first few, are centered around staying entertained because there's a lot of waiting these days with travel, you know, whether you're in the airport or waiting at the rental car counter. There's a lot of waiting and a lot of leisure time that gives you an opportunity. If you have the right devices, it can make that wait seem a little uh, less intrusive on your on your travel schedule. The first thing I've got is the Amazon Kindle. You and I have talked about this device before, but I really want people to know about it because they just refreshed the Kindle a few months ago, and now you can get a Kindle for as little as $140 on Amazon.com. In fact, it's Amazon's best-selling device, and they're now selling uh, Kindle books. There's, the Kindle books are selling uh, two-to-one over normal books now, so they're just these things are flying off the shelves. People are really enjoying them. What's really nice about them is... Um, the first and the mainstream e-reader that came out, they've got amazing battery life. They can go up to three to four weeks if you've got wireless turned off. On the device, it can hold 3,500 books. And what's really nice is for married couples, these things are so cheap now at 140 bucks, you can actually share books between devices. So if your wife buys a book that you want to read, you can put it on your Kindle. Or also, you can download the Kindle app for um, iPads, iPhones, and even your mobile phone, and you can get your books on your mobile to- mobile phone as well. So having a Kindle makes it so you can get your books across many, many different devices. All right. I think that the debate is Kindle or iPad. What's your take on the iPad? So the iPad is a, a, an e-book reader plus pretty much everything else. It does uh, e-reading, but it also has apps for gaming, for entertaining you. So there's a New York Times app. There's Wall Street Journal app. There's games for the kids. There's apps that help you plan your travel. There's a great app for uh, called Kayak. It's just, just, just like the website kayak.com and allows you – uh, to search for hotels. You can pinpoint, like, I'm going to Las Vegas next month um, for a show. You can say, I want to stay at the corner of Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard, and I want to see all the hotels within uh, half a mile from there for between $100 and $150. I mean, you can get really in a nice map view. So, Okay, yeah, more, had, expen- more expensive, shorter battery life, though. Battery life, right? Yeah, it's got a 10-hour battery life on it, but it's still good enough that I, I use mine for half a week without even thinking about um, charging okay. that thing. Five hundred dollars. Yes, Apple iPad starts at five hundred dollars, and the next device I wanted to talk about is actually a device that I've recently got about a month ago, and this thing is a Nokia N8 mobile phone. And but this thing is way more than just a mobile phone. This tiny little phone—it's thinner than an iPad, iPhone, so it's, uh, smaller too. It's a pen-to-band 3G phone, meaning wherever you go in the world, this thing will be a 3G uh, phone for you. Pen-to-band. Um, Penta- I've never has- heard of pen-to-band. Yeah, it basically means that if you go to the U.S., you go to Europe, you go to Asia, this phone works on 3G here in the U.S. on T-Mobile and AT&T. Normally, you have to make a choice. Right. So that's, that's pretty, pretty profound that Nokia did that. Um, but more than just a phone, this thing has a 12-megapixel camera on it. Whoa. With, yeah, with a really good Carl Weiss lens, and it takes stunning high-def video. Um, and the other nice thing is that this thing, Nokia has has what's called their, their, they have their own maps solution. It's kind of like Google Maps, but actually I like it better, and I use, I use maps a lot. What's great about the new version of the maps program for this uh, phone is that 
if I'm going, say in the morning I'm, I'm going to be flying out to Europe and taking a jaunt over to Germany, you can actually pull up the phone uh, while you're still at home on your Wi-Fi network or even, or even while you're out and about, and you can download the maps for those countries before you leave directly to the phone, not having to hook it up to your computer, not having to do that so that when you get over there, even if you don't have service on the phone, you can pull out the N8 and have it be your GPS with full driving navigation and that sort of thing. It's, wow. This thing is a, is, a, is a traveler's dream. The Nokia N8 phone, and it's priced at about? It's around $500, um, but it's completely unlocked, um, so you can take it no matter where you go and pop in a SIM. You don't have to worry about calling AT&T and having them unlock the device, none of that junk. Right. Um, the next, next up. The next thing I will, is, is a little bit different focus. It's actually it's noise-canceling headphones, and anyone who's been on a plane realizes how loud it is. So when you're trying to watch a movie on your DVD player computer, you have to crank the volume up so loud because there's so much noise on that plane. Noise-canceling headphones are a little expensive. I've got two that I'm going to point people to. The Bose Quiet Comfort are $300. And then a more economical choice is the Able Planet Extreme Series at $100. And what not, what's nice about noise-canceling headphones is they create a little bit of white noise so that it cancels out all the other noise so that you can actually listen to what you want to listen to, whether it be your, some music or a movie. Or also, some people just sit there and they turn the noise-canceling on, and they just sit there in silence so that they can either relax or think or just or sleep. Yeah, it does. It does help you have a more relaxing flight without all that 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 ambient noise from the from the engines. And the second thing we know, I think Bose does a good job of marketing, and people see them at airports. The other one I hadn't heard of, Able Planet Extreme, A B L E. I just wanted to repeat that for listeners. Okay, what's a camera strap, buddy, for twenty bucks? So anyone who has a has a you know one of those nice DLSR cameras that are now you know pretty affordable, a lot of people have them. The the mounts on them are on the upper side, so that when you carry them like around your shoulder, it's always an awkward it's always an awkward way to carry it. It's kind of uncomfortable. The strap buddy is a twenty dollar little thing that uses that tripod mount on the bottom just to mount the strap a little differently. So actually, when you carry it, it's kind of like carrying a small bag or like a handbag if you're if you're you know a lady. Um, but it's really nice because you can just when if you're carrying it around your shoulder and you see a shot you want to take, a flower or sunset or whatever, you can just flip it around. It's just it's a small little thing but it makes you carrying and using your 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 nice camera so much easier the name again is camera strap buddy all one word strap buddy so yes. do a search yes. now how do we keep all this stuff charged our uh, ipads and our kindles and our our, our nokia n8 phones this yeah so this next device is something that i also recently got that's been a lifesaver it's a battery pack it's called the zag spark 2.0 and um it's available at zag.com it's two g's it's about a hundred dollars and it's a it's a battery pack. It's not very it's not it's not that big, but it has two USB ports on it. So you plug it in like the night before, and you've got enough power in this thing. It's it's a big battery pack, so it's got enough power to power an iPhone four times or juice up an iPad about seventy percent. So you can get in about another six hours off your iPad. And it's for when you need to charge, but you either can't find an outlet, or say you're on the plane and you're on a long flight. And you need to juice up your iPad so that your kids can finish their movie before, and they don't freak out before landing. All right, let me spell that because you mentioned two Gs. It's actually, a, I, I know you didn't mean money, but you, in case a listener wasn't listening carefully, it's a hundred dollars, and it's called the Zag. That's Z is in zebra, a double G. The Zag yes. Spark, and Spark is spelled S P A R Q. The Zag yes. Spark 2.0 charger. You can find it at Zag.com. And to carry all this equipment. Yes, so the biggest thing is, well, how am I going to carry all this stuff? I've got my laptop, I've got my iPad, I've got all these cables. It's, you have to have a good bag, and the one I'm suggesting to people is called the Tumi laptop bag. It's called the T-Pass. What's very nice is this is, it's, it's $225, which is a little expensive, but 
this bag splits in half down the middle. So when you when you put it on the when you're going through the TSA checkpoint, you can actually just open it up and put it directly on the belt. You don't have to take your laptop out. I've as nice. a frequent traveler, I have to take my laptop out, and it's just a you know pain when you have to take off your shoes and all that stuff. It's a lot of of stuff to work to manage this you could just put it directly on the strap the tsa won't bother you and there's enough pockets and uh, cargo areas where this is a nice bag holds a lot of stuff but it's not a uh, cumbersome bag it's not very un- it's, it's a very comfortable bag to wear okay and that's uh to me t-u-m-i they're a well-known maker of luggage and it's called their t-pass bag for 225 right true yeah. and it's got a tracer system you say where a barcode uh, will allow uh to me to track it down if it goes missing yeah, what's really nice is when you buy it, you bring it home and you go to Toomey's website and you give them your um, your address and your phone number. And that way, if someone ever finds this bag, this little barcode, and then, you know, as long as they're a good Samaritan and they're, you know, um, they'll return it to you, they call it and Toomey will actually track you down. And that makes it really nice because if you ever lose your bag, you know, you've got a pretty good chance of being able to get it back with your stuff in it. All right, Jason. Well, uh, everybody's now been informed. If you can't find a gift out of all those, uh, then you're living with someone who's uh, who's got everything. <laughs> true, true. You can read more of Jason uh, Harris's uh, uh, accounting of our enormous, rapid technological uh, uh, development of stuff um, at his website. It's called Tech Craver, T-E-C-H-C-R-A-V-E-R, techcraver.com. Uh, Jason, is there one thing on your wish list? I know you get uh, you must have everything. Is there one thing you got to have? I'm, I, I really am bugging my wife about that laptop bag. I've got the bag now, but it's it's pretty uncomfortable to uh, to carry, and I really like the Toomey brand. Oh, I I, hope so I'm, I'm hoping for that bag. I hope she's listening to the radio. Hey, thanks, Jason. All right, thank you. Jason Craver. Uh, Jason, excuse me. I, Tech Craver is the website. Uh, Jason is Jason Harris. Stick around. We're going to talk to a big game hunter. Didn't know they still existed, did you? We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. I'd like to invite you on a very special trip in March, an 11-day wine and sightseeing tour of Chile and Argentina designed by Colette Vacations. We'll even do the radio show live during this adventure. This fully escorted trip includes airfare, lodging, 15 meals, and many other extras, even a tango lesson. We'll taste wine in Santiago, Chile, then take in Mendoza, Argentina, as well as exciting Buenos Aires. So call Colette Vacations now at 800-762-5345. Ask about the wine and wonders trip to South America. That's 800-762-5345. Tired of replacing expensive inkjet printer cartridges? Maybe it's time you replaced the printer you put them in instead. Switch to a Kodak printer and stop overpaying for ink. With other inkjet printers, the way to save money on ink is to print less. But Kodak printers only use fairly priced ink. Get a new Kodak printer today at Walmart and join the thousands who've stopped overpaying for ink. Find out how much you overpay for ink at printandprosper.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Indeed, it's 33 minutes after the hour. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to America's Most Widely Syndicated Travel Radio Show, and I'm glad you are. 
Are there still big game hunters? It's not something I read about a lot. And then I got a new book. It's called Game Masters of the World, and it's a chronicle of sport hunting as well as conservation by Chris Kleinberger. Now, decades ago, Chris Kleinberger and his two brothers started as taxidermists in Seattle, and they eventually expanded their business to include Alaska and Africa. And uh, through taxidermy, obviously got to know a lot of hunters. And uh, according to uh, Game Masters of the World, which Chris Kleinberger has written, that's the name of the book, of course. Um, he and his uh, colleagues helped open Asia and uh, to hunting as well as preservation attempts. Chris, hey, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Hi, Rudy. First of all, let, let's deal with the issue of big game hunters. Is that a phrase that is still in use, and are there still big game hunters? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of big game hunters now, but um, it's not like it used to be, you know, the world is shrinking and as far as big game hunting is concerned because uh, uh, a lot of the countries have closed down like we opened Afghanistan and Iran and and uh, various republics in the Soviet Union and uh, things are happening uh, politically that are causing the shutdown of hunting. Well it's sort of it may sound to someone who doesn't hunt to city folk I should say that being a big game hunter and being a conservationist might be a contradiction in terms but clearly it's not in your world. Well, you know, people that are non-hunters and uh, even anti-hunters should really read this book because we uh, try to portray uh, man's part in the balance of nature and he is a very significant part of keeping the wildlife in balance and um, and that's where most of the funds uh, for wildlife conservation come from hunters about six, 76 percent of all uh, funds in the united states come directly or indirectly from hunters and conserving animals uh, is is obviously an important part because there's nothing to hunt if you don't conserve the animals right well, that's right, Rudy. Uh, the uh, the hunters are the ones that care the most about the wildlife, and so they're the ones uh, putting money and effort and on-the-ground services for the wildlife. When you say you opened up Afghanistan and parts of Russia, what does opened up mean? Well, <clears throat> Asia was the least uh, traveled part of the world after World War II, and... Um, uh, we became into the scene, and uh, we knew that there were uh, valuable wildlife that need to be uh, uh, preserved and uh, opened up. And, and actually, the whole basis for preserving wildlife is making the local people aware of the fact that animals are valuable. Otherwise, they just, the herdsmen in the mountains and all, go out and, and uh, shoot everyone they can. So by showing them the, the value of wildlife, they'll be the main uh, game protectors themselves, the ones I that have, have been uh, poaching the animals uh, previously. I see. Now, you know, I, I must say, flipping through your book, Game Masters of the World, which, by the way, uh, uh, just came out, um, I, there were animals I've never heard of. Here's a picture of, is Colleen your wife, by any chance? Yes, uh, she's deceased now, but, uh-huh. Well, she, uh, she has, uh, she's, uh, there's a picture of her with a reed buck. There's a picture of you with a bless buck. I've never even heard of these animals, Chris. Right. I'll tell you, it's an amazing world out there. There's uh, thousands of uh, big game animals all over the world. 
is is this a rich person sport? Um, well, no, um, it's not. Uh, of course, to go overseas and hire an outfitter and all that is much more expensive. But big game hunting is, uh, started with our forefathers, you know, locally and and uh, doing it for meat and for sport. And uh, so, you know, anybody can hunt. And our fish, uh, fish and game departments, our state fish and game departments, do a wonderful job here in the United States. And uh, they provide opportunity for everybody to go hunting. And how are conservation? If you could, if you look at particularly, I mean, you know, you you did spend a lot of time in Asia, am I right? That's correct. If you look at Asia now compared to where Asia was a couple decades ago, how are they doing on conservation? Well, that's a broad question. That's true. It (laughs) is. I'm uh, sorry for that. Yes. uh, Anyway, the ones that still have ongoing programs are doing very well. They realize the, the value of the wildlife, and uh, they're uh, trying to keep it in balance, and they won't uh, allow any more to be taken than the, than the herds can stand. However, there are places that need some work. Well, you know, you take Afghanistan might be a good example right now. I mean, there's people all over the mountains with guns and yeah. And, uh, you know, they're probably killing every animal they can. Yeah, they're busy with that other thing. Yeah. Hey, Chris uh, Kleinberger's new book is called Game Masters of the World. It's published by Skyhorse Publishing. And if you're a hunter or a wannabe hunter, it's a pretty good uh, uh, volume to pick up and uh, see the past history of that sport. Chris, I appreciate your taking time with us. Well, thank you very much, Rudy. Skyhorse Publishing. The book is called Game Masters of the World. The author is Chris Kleinberger with a K. Stick around. We'll be right back to talk about a new series on Showtime. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Tired of replacing expensive inkjet printer cartridges? Maybe it's time you replaced the printer you put them in instead. Switch to a Kodak printer and stop overpaying for ink. With other inkjet printers, the way to save money on ink is to print less. But Kodak printers only use fairly priced ink. Get a new Kodak printer today at Walmart and join the thousands who've stopped overpaying for ink. Find out how much you overpay for ink at printandprosper.com. The Center for Disease Control recently reported that one in six people in the U.S. between the ages of 14 and 49 suffer from genital herpes. That's more than 37 million people. Merrick's Pharmaceutical Corporation just introduced the first over-the-counter treatment for genital herpes. It's called Fast Results Genital Herpes Treatment. Fast Results quickly and effectively treats the painful symptoms caused by the genital herpes virus. It provides effective, affordable treatment to people who want a fast-acting, soothing, topical treatment. Fast Results works quickly to relieve pain, burning, and itching. You can buy fast results now at CVS and Rite Aid. AutoZone. This winter, make sure your car starts every time with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. No one wants a car that won't start because of a bad battery, especially in the cold. So if your battery is four years old or older, get it tested today. If you need a new one, get a ruggedly dependable Duralast or Duralast Gold battery. Proven tough in the most extreme conditions. This winter, make sure every trip has a good start. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. This is my life. I'm what you would call a freshman in life. 
a supplier of fine coffee drinks to those in dire need. I am a driver of an unironic car from the 80s. I've got a girlfriend who is way too cute for me, and two roommates who never seem to go away. My future has very few certainties. You've built a life over the years, but if your identity gets stolen, it's like your life gets stolen. That's why there's Identity Guard, from the company that's already protected over 30 million people. You'll get the kind of state-of-the-art protection and information that helps you keep track of your identity 24-7. Identity Guard. Keep what's yours, yours. Visit IdentityGuard.com today. That's IdentityGuard.com. This is my life, and nobody is going to take it from me. That's IdentityGuard.com. Your identity is counting on you. An email from Ellen Phillips of Franklin, Texas. Hi, Sinus Buster. I had awful sinus problems until I used your Sinus Buster nasal spray. I was feeling relief in less than a minute. My old spray warned me to stop using it after three days or congestion might worsen. Well, who suffers for only three days? You can use all-natural Sinus Buster for weeks. If you're smart, you'll use this email in a commercial. Oh, we're smart, Ellen. It's called Sinus Buster, and it's nothing but relief. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. 43 minutes after the hour, you're back in Rudy Max's world. Glad to have you with us today. There's a new series that just debuted a couple of weeks ago on Showtime, the cable network. It's called Next Stop for Charlie, and I've watched a couple of episodes. It's a bit bizarre. Um, it's sort of part travel show, part fiction. Uh, the star of the show, or the co-star of the show, is uh, Neil Mant, and he joins us uh, today. Neil, hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Okay, next stop for Charlie. Let me, let me see if I can summarize it and correct me if I'm wrong. The plot is um, your cousin, who's uh, from a very wealthy family, has dropped out of med school and taken off around the world, and his mother's not too happy with this, so she calls you up and says, here's a credit card. Go find him and bring him back to me alive. Is that the, That's the setup. Am I correct? Exactly. It's sort of like uh, the, the movie Catch Me If You Can. Okay, and and the next stop for Charlie is always a different country. In fact, you guys did you shot in six or seven countries with your brother: um, Belgium, Thailand, Japan, Philippines, Australia, Brazil, Denmark, Morocco, Turkey, Colombia, and uh, and you have some adventures along the way. So, how much of this is a travel show, and how much of this is a dramatic series? Well, it's a combination of both, like you said before. Uh, it, it sort of it mixes them perfectly. It's uh, it's travel in the sense that obviously every episode takes place in a different country, and there's ten episodes in the season in the season one, and each one is at minimum in one different country. Sometimes we do multiple countries. I think we shot fifteen in the season, um, but it's not the sort of travel show where you know there's a guide who's pointing and saying, "Oh, look at this uh, you know famous chapel," or "Here's the town square." It's not like that at all. There, there's a scripted narrative uh, that you're following, uh, and an episode arc, and then a seasonal arc the whole time. And uh, and the uh, you you time your visits to those countries with major festivals. Right? Correct. Sort of the through line for the character I'm chasing is that he is partying around the world at the craziest festivals around the world, and we went to great lengths to find festivals that people may not know about. 
uh, sort of like the Blacks and Whites Carnival in Columbia, or things like that, as now, opposed to the running of the Bulls. The now, this the airs on, is it airs Thursday night at 11 East Coast time, am I correct? Correct. It airs Thursdays at 11, both East and West. There's a delay on showtime. And there's some uh, adult content, I can tell Correct. You. Right. Now, ha- had you traveled widely before you did this? I had. Um, I had uh, I've been to 87 countries. And the narrative of this was actually inspired by a movie I had done a few years ago. I'd done an independent film called Last Stop for Paul. And it's based on those characters. And in that uh, film, I played the main characters with my buddy. We were traveling around the world, sprinkling the ashes of our dead buddy. And as we went from country to country, it was a way to sort of have these anecdotal experiences come to life. Right. And a couple episodes of aired. How, how is it doing? Do you have a sense of whether there might be a second season? I sure hope so. You know, it's it's too early to tell. We just had episode five, so we're about halfway point. But um, the ratings have gone up, and people seem to be catching on. Now, I'm one of those guys who hosts travel shows on PBS who points at fabulous cathedral ceilings. <laughs> um, I know that feeling. But what struck me is that you're doing this with two mini HD cameras, a wireless microphone, a couple of wireless microphones, and a production that consists of you, your brother. And uh, another guy and one cameraman. So that's four or five of you, right? No, actually, it's not my brother. It's uh, the other character in the. My brother's my partner in the company, but he doesn't travel. Oh, he doesn't travel. So okay, it's actually so. just three of us. It's three just of me you doing and this. And the other character, and then a cameraman. And according to the press release on on the show, next stop for Charlie, your costs are like I don't know, seven thousand to fifteen thousand dollars an episode. Was it for a half an hour episode? That's right. That's incredible, but I'm sure that doesn't include salaries and uh, transportation and so on. It includes transportation, no salaries. No, I mean, <laughs> as I say, in my other life, I I have 85 shows on PBS on the great destinations of the world, and we're like our our budgets are like ten times that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we make a, I make a living doing TV shows, and and we can easily spend the money if someone wants to give it to us. But the way we produced the show was. The three of us, literally, I just bought around-the-world tickets, and, and anyone that's traveled around the world, you know, you could get a coach ticket for between, you know, four and $6,000. And so we went around the world in the first shot and got six episodes done. So six episodes around the world, you just do the math on that. If you let's just say $5,000, that's only $15,000, and that takes care of all your air travel. Well, I could learn from you. My goodness. My goodness. Hey, uh, the show is called Next Stop for Charlie. It's on Showtime, Thursday nights at 11 on the East Coast and West Coast. Um, Have you thought of, I mean, you're a comedian. I mean, you're a very funny guy. Um, uh, Neil, have you done any comedy? No, no. I'm I'm actually more of a writer, director, producer. And I just sort of was in this role because I had done the film uh, that I wrote and directed. And because it's so small, the crew, I couldn't bring another actor so right. I'm, I'm glad that I, I came across well on camera for you. Yeah, you do everything but uh, hook everybody's microphone up, and you probably help with that, too. I did do that. Neil Mant is a co-creator, he's producer, and he's star of Showtime's Next Time, uh, excuse me, Next Stop for Charlie. You can check it out Thursday nights at 11 on the East and West Coast, and uh, an hour earlier at Central, obviously. Hey, Neil, good luck uh, for a second season, and thank you for stopping in and, and visiting with us. Thanks for having me. Stick around. I'll be right back. Deals of the Week coming up here at Rudy Max's World. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
52 minutes after the hour. Well, for the U.S. Airlines, has been some good news. It continues to roll in this week. Uh, Alaska Airlines said both its revenue passenger miles were up, said its revenue passenger miles were up 15.5% in November, and its load factor went from 80% last November to 84% this November. That's a... Uh, uh, that's a pretty full plane at 84%. AirTran Airways reported it enjoyed a 6.6% 6 increase in revenue passenger miles in November as well. You know, with all this news, airline stock should be up. And in some cases, it's not. I just checked. Uh, the closing price of American Airlines stock on Friday was $8.35, which is below its 52-week high of ten fifty. Even Southwest, which has never reported a losing quarter, is a buck ten below its 52-week high. So you might want to check with uh, Jim Cramer on CNBC and see whether you ought to invest in an airline uh, stock right now. Um, uh, it's, as we do at the hour, end of every hour, uh, it's time for my deals of the week. So let's take a look at what we got here. Let me crank up the deal of the week computer. A couple more hotels. A lot of domestic hotels are offering deals over the holidays. In Atlantic City, it's the Tropicana Casino and Resort. Now through January 31st in midweek. Now it's only available during midweek. Uh, the Tropicana Casino and Resort um, has rates of uh, for a double of $126 per night, which includes dinner for two at its Cuba Libra restaurant. Uh, also, a choice of bottle of red or white wine from a special wine menu or a pitcher of sangria and a 2 p.m. late checkout. The little footnote to this is advanced dinner reservations are required. So if you're headed to Atlantic City over the holidays, and I must tell you, one of the busiest days in Atlantic City, it's always astounded me, but a friend of mine in the gambling industry there told me, is Christmas Day. I said, why is Christmas Day so busy in Atlantic City? He said, well, people are bored with the family. You know, they can only watch so much football around 6 o'clock in Philadelphia. They go, hey, what can we do? Let's go to Atlantic City. It's only an hour away, 45 minutes, an hour drive away from Philly. So uh, if you're thinking of doing that, why not spend the night at the Tropicana Casino and Resort Hotel? Available midweek through January 31st, 126 a night, including dinner for two, bottle of red wine, late checkout. Uh, in Williamsburg, Virginia, if your tastes run a little more shall we say, highbrow, history-wise, than Atlantic City, uh, through all of December. Oh, wait a minute. This goes all the way through December of 2011. Well, so for the next year, next year, uh, the Holiday Inn Express in Williamsburg is uh, giving you rooms at $149 per night, uh, but it also gives you a $50 gift card for use in it, the nearby Prime Outlets. It's called, that's the proper name of it, Prime Outlets. It's an out, outlet, a very big outlet mall near uh, Williamsburg. So you pay $150 for a room, you get $50 worth of shopping at 120 stores and boutiques and a complimentary hot breakfast. Uh, you can find out, you can make reservations at... Uh, uh, by calling 800-HOLIDAY for the Williamsburg Holiday Inn Express. And you can go to Tropicana.net for that deal at Tropicana uh, uh, Casino and Resort in, it, in Atlantic City. Finally, here's something that will keep you awake at night. Well, if you think too much about it anyway. An India Express flight flying to India from Dubai plummeted 7,000 feet downward when a co-pilot accidentally hit the control column while readjusting his seat. Now, apparently this co-pilot hadn't been trained in how to pull a plane out of a dive. And the pilot, who was had just taken a bathroom break, had to use an emergency code to get back into the cockpit and arrest that dive before the Boeing 737 broke apart in midair. This happened last May, so why am I telling you about it in December? Well, because the pilot explained to passengers that the plane had, quote, hit an air pocket. Yeah, hit an air pocket and plummeted 7,000 feet. Well, it turns out that was a pretty big white lie, and the official report just revealed the truth. So 
There you go. And one more TSA note. The federal government said this week that about 500 airport security checkpoints in the U.S. are not going to receive full-body scanners. Only the airports of the highest passenger volumes will get those controversial machines. So out of 2,300 checkpoints in the nation, 500 aren't going to get the scanners, which raises the question, with me at least, of why the bad guys don't simply get into the airline system through one of those 500 checkpoints that don't have the full-body scanners. Aren't we either, you know, either we're secure without full-body scanners or we're not. I think this revelation uh, sends a, a mixed message. Very strange. Well, I mentioned uh, um, the death of Elaine Kaufman of Elaine's Restaurant in New York, a popular uh, spot for tourists who like to spot celebrities, although Elaine didn't cotton much to gawkers. But if you behaved yourself, she'd let you in and you could have an Italian meal. We also lost another person who was sort of tangentially involved in the uh, travel business because he made a, a movie that... Uh, uh, had to do with airplanes. It was called Airplane. Leslie Nielsen died um, this week. He was uh, 81 years old, I believe. He started Naked Gun. And you may remember this famous quote from the movie Airplane. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. That, it's so funny how uh, one or two classic lines from a movie will become... Uh, uh, become ingrained in the um, embedded in the uh, American uh, uh, consciousness, and that one is certainly one uh, from Leslie Nielsen. Um, he w in, w acted in dozens of uh, uh, movies and television shows, um, but uh, and, and he was he, he was a comedian as well. He died at 84. I'm sorry, I said he was 81. Uh, he died at 84 this week. But that line in, uh, in Airplane will be remembered for a long, long time. He's also a Broadway star, by the way. Uh, he did appear in one Broadway uh, uh, show. We're coming to the end of the hour. Thank you for joining me and being in Rudy Max's world today. Why don't we do it again next weekend? We're going to come to you from Punta Mita in Mexico, outside of Puerto Vallarta. So stay with us. Be with us next week. Same time, same station. Nice having you today. Travel safely. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.